What's up, everybody? My name's Tom Langan, and this is Something Good, the bite-sized podcast about anything and everything good, for goodness sake. Welcome to episode 55. And today, I want to read you a letter, uh, an essay, uh, written by Dan Rather, posted on his forum, Steady. Um, and uh, it's about, again, about the Olympics, um, and, and in particular, this letter, uh, titled A Profile in Courage, is about Simone Biles and her journey through the Olympics and particularly through this Summer Games in Tokyo. Uh, it's an important uh, read, I think, and it's, it really helps. Uh, it's very well written, uh, which is unsurprising, but I think it really helps to better understand um, what not just Simone um, Biles, but what Olympic athletes in general kind of go through um, and what people uh, under public scrutiny go through too. Um, and uh, I mean, I, I 100% agree uh, with the tone and the, and the intent behind this letter. Um, as, as near as I can tell, I mean, I, obviously I don't want to put, uh, put words in Dan's mouth, um, uh, or Mr. Rather's mouth, I should probably say, let's be honest. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't want to put words in his mouth or, or assign intent, uh, that isn't there, but I, I think his intent really is to shine a light on, um, just how courageous Simone Biles is, how admirable she is, how much she has done for not only women in gymnastics uh, and women in sport, um, but women of color in gymnastics and in sport and in the public eye. Um, She is a survivor of uh, abuse at the hands of uh, Larry Nassar, uh, who was the USA Gymnastics uh, team doctor. Um, she's the only, uh, survivor of abuse, uh, at his hands who is still competing. And, um, she's doing that for a very particular reason. Uh, she kept competing to ensure that things would have to change so that no other woman had to go through what she went through. Um, and, uh, that in and of itself is incredibly courageous, uh, but uh, but yeah. So without further ado, I'm gonna read this letter, uh, and then uh, I'll have a, I have a few more words to say afterwards. Um, but uh, we'll get right to it. So this is a profile in courage. The news cycle speeds by, and often there's no time to pause and reflect. Yesterday can seem like a lifetime ago. A week? I suspect you know what I'm talking about. The pandemic has only exacerbated the fogginess of time, and for those of us on social media. The scrolling further warps our internal clocks. With this in mind, I wanted to look back at the Olympics for a moment, now that they've ended. I remember when the games dominated public attention, and they were proxies for Cold War showdowns. Today, with all that is happening in the world, with the ability to know results instantaneously, with clips streaming and storylines merging, we are in a different era. Whether the modern version of the Olympic Games should continue, and if so, in what form, is a topic for a much broader discussion. But still, for many, these moments of athletic and personal achievement capture the imagination. And that brings me to Simone Biles. Over the course of my lifetime, I've seen courage in many forms. I've seen it on the battlefield. I've seen it at lunch counters. I've seen it on picket lines. 
and I've even seen it on occasion in the halls of Congress. A favorite definition of courage I like to share is being afraid and going on anyhow. But what does it mean to go on? Is it simply an action, or is it a larger concept of forging ahead in the face of adversity? For anyone who has seen the highlights of Biles defying gravity and the seeming limitations of the human body, of her ability to twist, turn, flip, and land with power and grace, there should be no question that she has the rare courage that comes from the mixture of youth and athleticism. But there is a lot more to the Biles story. Not only is she an Olympic champion and acclaimed as the best gymnast to ever live, she is also an African-American in a country with a fraught relationship to race, a trailblazer within a predominantly white sport, a survivor within an organization that failed to protect its athletes, and quite simply, a human being navigating her 20s in and out of the spotlight. Any one of these categories has its challenges and deserves its recognition. Yet the crossroads of life brought Biles to the intersection of them all. Quote, I truly do feel like I have the weight of the world on my shoulders at times. I know I brush it off and make it seem like pressure doesn't affect me, but damn, sometimes it's hard. The Olympics is no joke. End quote. Going into the games, NBC Sports and much of the national press focused on Biles as the face of these Olympics. The question was not if she would win gold, but how many golds. You heard a lot of some version of, quote, there's no, su- there's no sure thing in sports, but dot dot dot. And then the but happened. During the first round of the team competition, something seemed off, but we had no idea how off it was. Soon the headlines out of Tokyo were a stunning turn. Biles was withdrawing, first from the finals of the team competition and then from other events. As could be expected, this development ricocheted across the airwaves and social media. Everyone had a take. There were critics, of course, many of whose comments reeked of double standards, especially when you consider Biles' race. And then there was the pushback. The cheers for her courage in coming forward and admitting that the problem wasn't in a ligament or muscle, but in her mind. A debate then ensued about athletes and mental health. We soon learned Biles was dealing with a dreaded case of the twisties, a term new to most of us, but apparently well known with horror among fellow gymnasts. If you fly through the air and risk breaking your neck, it sure helps to know where you are, what's up and what's down. Without her usual mental focus, Biles lost that sense. How terrifying that must be. Biles makes her gymnastic moves look easy, but there is of course nothing simple about them. Proof of that lies in the fact that some of the feats she performs are named after her because she was the first gymnast in history to do them. I couldn't help but feel great empathy for Biles. You don't dedicate all that time, effort, and sacrifice. You don't risk so much physically and emotionally if you don't have a deep drive to compete. But think of all the other factors crashing in about her. The stress and distraction of the pandemic. The extra year of training due to the delay of the Olympic Games. The burden of expectation to perform. 
and an untimely passing of her aunt. Then, there's the specter of Larry Nasser, the former USA Gymnastics team doctor who sexually abused hundreds of athletes. Biles was also a victim. And it's worth noting that part of what drove her to compete in Tokyo was to ensure that at least one publicly known survivor would remain in competition. She wanted this story to be part of the Olympic story. She spoke about it. She highlighted it. She refused to let those responsible for not protecting young women get away with their actions. Once again, that, in my book, is courage. How much can we, ex- how much can we expect from our Olympic athletes? How much can we expect from a 24-year-old? These questions are not to denigrate extraordinary talent and ability, but rather to highlight the humanity that is at the heart of sports, like it is at the heart of all life. What support do we owe those who consistently perform and deliver for us? Are we big enough to support someone's needs even at the cost of something we want from them? We cannot look at a young black woman athlete in 2021 and ignore all the context in history. In this country, labor, performance, and capital have come with varying degrees of human cost. It is a statement of fact that cost has, that, that cost has been inordinately borne by those of African American heritage. Their humanity has often been reduced to a literal definition of labor. Women also have seen their labor undervalued and exploited. Over the course of American history, black women have been particularly devalued. They've been portrayed less as individuals than as tropes, often ones that are contradictory, strong and lazy, able to accomplish superhuman feats and needing someone to take care of them. You can see this in movies and other forms of popular culture, and you can see this in the tinged language, and sometimes not so tinged language, used by politicians and media figures. Never mind that black women have time and time again helped push this nation to a better version of itself in workplaces, in social justice movements, and at the ballot box. Whether she asked for it or not, all of this is also part of the Simone Biles story. Before she ever competed, before America ever fell in love with her, before some in this country then questioned her resolve and character, she knew instinctively that she would face tests that her other peers and competitors would not. Rather than shy away from this legacy, she has embraced her truth and developed the power of her voice. That she has owned her excellence, the greatest of all time, is again a testimony to her courage. I remain hopeful that this latest chapter in Simone Biles' young life will be one that helps make this nation better. I applaud her bravery in doing what she needed to do for her health when the spotlight was greatest. It was an act of strength. This is especially true in a sport a society, and a world that too often prioritizes self-sacrifice and stigmatizes mental health and well-being. To all those who have criticized Biles as weak for withdrawing from events, I ask, how should we treat each other in times of need? Are we quick to criticize, or do we lead with compassion and empathy? Biles is not the only one suffering today. In ways large and small, everyone has been affected by this pandemic. The stress on those who already struggle with mental illness has been particularly strong. 
What does it mean to win? Should it be measured in gold medals? Or even election results? Or should it be measured in our health and happiness, our sense of community, and a common humanity? Many of the most memorable Olympic memories over the years have been feats of sportsmanship and not just strength and speed. Yes, winning is nice. We can cheer on our favorite teams and athletes. But when a narrow definition of winning drowns out the larger tallies of life goals, we are all, in a sense, losing something precious. Simone Biles forced us to pause to think about sports and life, at least for a moment, through a different lens. And for that, we should all be thankful. If she has courage to stand up, we should have the courage to stand with her. I don't know where Biles' stories go from here, but I suspect it will be one of continuing courage. She has changed gymnastics forever, not only in what athletes can do, but the diversity of those who were inspired to follow in her footsteps. There was one last hurrah in Tokyo, triumphant return to form on the balance beam and a bronze medal. It must have felt golden. Then Biles got got a hero's reception when she landed back in her home state of Texas. If there's anything I know, it's that you can't underestimate a woman from Texas. No matter what you think is tough, they've seen and been through tougher. Welcome back, Simone. We are proud of you. Good luck and Godspeed as you move forward. Courage. So like I said, that was a letter from, uh, or a letter written by Dan Rather, an open letter he posted on his uh, forum, Steady. I will share that link uh, in, the, in the comments or the show notes uh, of this episode of the podcast. But I really wanted to share that because um, I personally, uh, and, and I have no stake in it, I'm not an athlete, I'm not a gymnast, uh, uh, at least not at any sort of uh, high, high level or uh, Olympic level. I mean, I'm an amateur triathlete, but I'm very amateur uh, at that. Um, I have no idea what it's like to perform under the kind of pressure that Simone has performed under for, you know, most of her life, Um, especially having survived abuse uh, at the hands of someone that she should have been able to trust. her team doctor, the USA Gymnastics team doctor, Larry Nasser, um, a monster of a human being, um, uh, and just an absolute monster in, in my mind. And, and, you know, uh, for, for what he did to so many people, uh, for so long. Um, but I, I just, I can't imagine how difficult that is. And, it, and when you're performing in a sport, where literally your life is on the line, and I and I don't I, I don't think that can be that can be overstated. Uh, it is very clear that um, you know misperforming, uh, misjudging um, at the level that Simone Biles and the other Olympic gymnasts operate at, uh, you know, miscalculating on on a vault like that um, could very well be a life-ending, as you know it, injury. Um, there are there is a history of gymnasts breaking their necks um, uh, when they're forced to perform um, under circumstances like that, and uh, 
And and for anybody who has a, a little bit of a background, a little bit of understanding, or even some personal experience with um, people who have suffered severe spinal cord injuries, um, particularly uh, quadriplegics, they know that um, becoming a quadriplegic, suffering that kind of spinal cord injury, also shortens the lifespan of the person who suffered that injury. And if you're looking for a public um, example of that, look to uh, Christopher Reeve, um, the actor who played Superman in the 80s, a uh, series of movies that came out. Um, as, as many people know, he fell in a horseback riding accident, broke his neck, became a quadriplegic, uh, and it significantly shortened his lifespan. Um, that's just a medical fact. So, uh, you know, these athletes quite literally put their lives on the line to compete. And, uh, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with putting their humanity first. Um, and I think it's abhorrent that so many people, including people in positions of power, people with large platforms and followings, uh, belittled Simone Biles uh, and, and demeaned her courage uh, and conviction that it took to stand up for herself and withdraw um, from the competition. She has already done so much for so many. Um, I think she has more than earned uh, you know, the, the opportunity to put herself first for once. Um, so, so that's, you know, uh, that's what I wanted to talk about today because at the end of the day, I think, um, considering the humanity leading with compassion and empathy, um, considering the humanity of the athletes that compete for us in the Olympics, uh, that represent our country in the Olympics and, um, and considering broader humanity when we interact with each other is always, always, always a good thing so that's all i got for today uh episode 55 of something good is a wrap thank you so much for listening i really appreciate it as always you can find us on all social media at some good pod that's all one word at some good pod you can download the podcast wherever podcasts are found please like subscribe share and leave us a rating it really helps other people find the podcast i appreciate it very much and until the next episode take care and I will talk to you soon.